Welcome to Vistas by WebCheck Security. News, views, and insights into the cybersecurity realm, leadership, and entrepreneurship. Produced by WebCheck Security, a world-class penetration testing and risk mitigation company. My name is Greg Johnson, and I'm your host. Today's podcast features WebCheck CMO, Valentina Rodriguez. We'll discuss a phishing incident at an agency she worked for, and the costs of such, in addition to growing a cyber business in a competitive marketplace. Anchoring Vista sponsorship is Nexus IT, a worry-free, hyper-responsive, and white-glove approach to providing world-class IT support and solutions so leaders can focus on their business. Reach out to Earl's crew for your IT security needs at 435-659-2533 or www.nexusitc.net. I might add that Earl's team is growing and has made half a dozen critical technical and management hires this year and is taking the region by storm. We're very grateful to have Earl and his team as a sponsor on Vistas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited here today to introduce you to our guest speaker. First of all, she is our new CMO, Chief Marketing Officer at WebCheck Security, Valentina Rodriguez. Say hi, Valentina. Hello. <laughs> she, she is an experienced professional uh, with a demonstrated history of working in the marketing, advertising, and entertainment industries for more than eight years. Her skills include event management, fundraising, public relations, marketing, and social media for a variety of industries, including cybersecurity, travel and tourism, nonprofit organizations, B2B, B2C, entertainment, hospitality, and healthcare. Tina has been helping WebCheck Security to grow since about 2019, I think, Tina, and recently yeah. was promoted to Chief Marketing Officer. She is a member of the National Society of Collegiate Scholars and the Florida Public Relations Association of Orlando. And there's nothing this lady can't do. Tina, <laughs> welcome to our show. It's good to have you here. Yes. Thank you for having me, Greg. Well, you're an amazing individual, and I think this is going to be a fun uh, podcast. But before we dive into the content that we uh, have determined to talk about, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've got some interesting stories, some interesting things that you do and on the side. Let's spend a minute. Yeah. Um, so again, hi, everyone. Uh, thank you, Greg, for letting me join in on the fun for today's podcast. Um, I am Valentina. I am a graduate from the University of Central Florida, uh, which is here in Orlando, Florida. I focused my studies basically on advertising and public relations, as well as a little bit of marketing. Um, I've had the awesome opportunity to work at a few marketing agencies, working on some major brands in a variety of industries that Greg had um, had already mentioned. Um, when I'm not doing marketing um, for brands. I am marketing myself. So I am a full-time actress as well. So I do acting in the film and television industry, which is very um, prolific here in Orlando, Florida in the Southeast. Um, I've been fortunate enough to work with um, some very notable brands, including Walgreens, CVS, um, and Mint Mobile that is owned by Ryan Reynolds. So that was a really cool commercial that I got to be a part of. Um, but yeah, my, my bread and butter is commercial work here in Orlando. Um, and just getting to work on some film and television sets. So it's been a really great 
fun um, acting career and um, marketing stuff. So, yeah. Now, didn't you get to do a short with the famous Bigfoot off the Jack Links commercial as well? <laughs> I did. Um, that was a really great opportunity that I had. So it was for a commercial called Four Imprint. And I got to um, be a hiker and work with Bigfoot, um, which was really cool because the suit that they use for Bigfoot is actually the same um, Bigfoot suit they use on the National Geographic show, um, Finding Bigfoot. So, so that was really cool to work Wait, with. That suit was all over $10,000. Do you mean he's not real? Mm. <laughs> he's a suit? <laughs> You know, the, you know, the reenactments that they do. So that was really cool to see all of the, you know, design work and stuff that went into that. So that was pretty awesome. And then for the Mint Mobile commercial, I got to work with Bobby Bonilla, who's a former New York Mets player. So that was awesome, too. Um, very fortunate, for sure. Very cool. Just hope we don't have any uh, Yankees or Red Sox fans on the uh, show here today. <laughs> Stay with us, folks. We, we promise you'll love Tina. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. You you certainly have some exciting things going on in your life. And you're an yeah. aunt, you're an auntie, right, as well? Yes. Been- I have two beautiful nephews who are crazy, insane, but I love them all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Now, tell us about the Spectra Women's Network. You were recently recognized by that organization. What is that and and, and what were they recognizing you for? Yeah. So um, in my past um, job, I was part of Spectra, which is an entertainment industry for um, venues across the country. And so um, part of the Women's Network, they get to honor um, women just making strides in the workplace. And so during Hispanic Heritage Month, I had the honor of being recognized alongside some incredible group of Latina women who made strides in the workplace. Um, I felt incredibly grateful to have grown up in a bilingual household and appreciate exactly what it takes to gain an education and career that some of my ancestors weren't lucky enough to have. So shared a little bit of my story about that um, and was featured in the newsletter. So that was really great to see. And I got to share that with my mom and my aunts and stuff. And um, it was a really proud moment for me, for sure. That is fantastic, Tina. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Well, let's dive into some uh, fun stuff here with regards to cybersecurity, shall we? So current Verizon data, and and Verizon does a uh, data breach report every year. It's it's highly anticipated in the industry. It's used by every company on the planet. They do a good job with that. And they are still showing that more than 80% of all data breaches and incidents come as a result of yielded credentials. In other words, human error. (laughs) <laughs> we click on dumb stuff. Uh, and of course, phishing. Um, you worked at an agency some time ago uh, that had an issue that's relevant to today's discussion. It was kind of the genesis for uh, this session. We wanted to introduce you to the world, Tina, but also um, you had this fun story. So tell us about that. And clearly, uh this is a great segue into the, the biggest problem that we have in cybersecurity. So take it away. Yes. So uh, crazy. Uh, working in the social media field, we have a ton of vendors that reach out to us simply, you know, to simplify our workflow or to ease our struggles with scheduling content, creating content, et cetera. Right. So we get an influx of emails all the time, you know, 
wanting to give us demos. And so we were filtering out, you know, who is worth our time, who is not. And so we had a new hire um, who wasn't really familiar with how to filter out the bad from the good per se. Um, And he received an email that was very well written. um, And it did not look like a phishing email or, you know, one of those scam emails where it you know, the English isn't too good or, you know, things like that. It it was a very well-written email, um, basically saying that they could help us streamline our Facebook campaigns and give us more insights into performance and what Facebook had to offer. Um, so at the end of the email, there was a link that said, click here for examples of performance. And he clicked on that link and it, um, you know, not realizing it was a phishing email and that downloaded files onto his computer allowing them to hack into our business manager account for Facebook. So if you're not familiar with the business manager account looks like, you know, we gain access to clients ad accounts through Facebook and that is linked to credit cards that is linked to, you know, we have different campaigns that spend a thousand, $2,000, um, you know, depending on how much, even up to $75,000. So, There was a lot of credit cards, a lot of accounts, and all of that was hacked in a matter of two minutes. Um, We were completely shut out. We All the passwords were changed. Um, So that was um, incredibly troubling because we run a lot of everything. Um, But thankfully, we noticed it, you know, right away and we were able to shut down all the payments and accounts. Um, But they had, in the matter of three minutes, spent nearly $10,000 for ad spend. Um, so we had to build an entirely new business manager, re-add all of our accounts, um, and send out an email to assure our clients that it wouldn't happen again. So needless to say that employee learned their lesson very quickly. Um, yes, I would say so. Do, do you have any idea what the actual monetary damage was in that situation? So, um, they did take, um, $10,000 worth of, I think it was over a span of three clients, I believe. Um, and they started running their own ad campaigns on Facebook with that money. Um, so it was just that, but luckily monetarily, it was just the 10,000. Everything else was kind of just re-adding it to our clients and adding some security procedures to make sure that it doesn't happen again. So it could have been a lot worse, I would say, if we didn't catch it in those first couple minutes. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, a whole day was lost probably with people spinning uh, their reels, right? Tell us about three that. Days, roughly three days were lost because it was a matter of mitigating the situation, shutting everything down. Um, Facebook wouldn't allow us back into our ad account because our, our password was changed by the mm-hmm. hacker. So we had to, you know, send in a letter, send in different authorizing that we are the actual users for the ad account. So that took a day in itself. The second day was setting up all of our, you know, protocols to not make it happen again. And then drafting up emails to all the clients that were hacked and having to re-add that. So it was a very um, big thing that the new hire was very apologetic about. Um, And, you know, a lot of the times when you're starting out in social media and it's new to you, you don't really know um, that kind of stuff. So definitely wasn't on, you know, them, but, um, needless to say, they probably won't be doing that again. So. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a tough way to learn, right? Very yeah. tough way to learn. So what you've just described is what I call the unknowable factor, 
right? When business owners and the C-suite and even the board, for example, try to anticipate a cybersecurity breach, they sometimes look at it like uh, car insurance. Um, not everybody gets in a wreck. They, they understand that they probably will at some point, but insurance will just take care of that. We'll fix it, right? Mm -hmm. What they don't realize is scenarios like the one you just described, that it's not that easy. Um, yeah. That it, it, you know, it's not just the operational impact of, okay, how much revenue per day did we lose because we were spinning our wheels, not selling, not executing, not doing other things that are critical to the business. But what was the opportunity cost? In other words, we, 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 weren't, we weren't going out and, and getting more business, let alone executing on the existing business because we were shut out for three days. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. it's hard to know those unknowables until you go through them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So as cybersecurity professionals, we try to preach what I call the gospel of multi-layered, multi-factor security or multifaceted security. Multi-factor is just a control that we talk about all the time, but it's not the, the piece de resistance. Neither is endpoint protection, nor is security awareness. Right. But security awareness is very important. So we go back to our original comment that uh, 80% plus of all of the breaches happen because of human error. And it's, do you think this is something we can help educate the market on, Tina? Can we stem the tide a little bit, maybe? Yes, um, it is. You know, we had some factors where it was like an email or something that we could verify, but we weren't using multi-factor authentication. 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 Yeah. So, authentication. So that was something that, you know, was also on our fault as well that we weren't, you know, implementing that on our back end. So that's something that we did and have our are doing moving forward is enabling that. And I think education is very important. I don't think a lot of companies really hone in on exactly what could happen you know, with those type of things, especially since we're working on very, very high volume campaigns and money and things like that. Like that is something that should be incorporated in a new hire, you know, IT training is allowing like what could possibly happen. What are the steps that you could be taking right. to, you know, mitigate those problems from happening and things like that. So. Well, you've, you've, yeah. hit, you've um, hit another nail on the, on the head there. And that is that, a lot of companies think about just the essential things that they not to that that they need to do essential and critical, but they they ignore some of the other facets of cybersecurity, right? Yes. So they think of penetration testing, which is a great thing to think about, right? That's what we do at WebCheck Security. We're a world class penetration testing company, and we do other kinds of risk mitigation as well. But I think you you said it well. Companies they just don't think about training. You know, security awareness, security training, it's its just not a thing. And yet, yeah. that's the entry point for so many of the breaches that, that are occurring today. And the attacks are getting more sophisticated in that sense. It used to be, you know, you mentioned that the email was very well-crafted, well-worded. And in a lot of these emails, and I've got some examples, I didn't pull them up for the purposes of this um, podcast for the video segment, but I've got the funniest emails. Some of them, you look at them and you go, something's off here. I got mm -hmm. one from DocuSign that looked really good. And because we use DocuSign all the time, I almost clicked on it, but then I thought, 
I've never seen a logo with a gray background from DocuSign like that. It was kind of grayed out. It just looked a little wonky, right? Then upon further scrutiny, I realized, oh, yeah, this is this is a phishing. Some of these I save. I'll hive them off into an archive folder so that I can use them in presentations later. Yeah, right? Hopefully I'm not an idiot and accidentally click on one of the links, right? <laughs> I should probably just... See the- You'll see the email address is a little off, you know, if it's not yeah. matching up, if you're saying they're, you know, a Facebook ads manager, um, customer service support or something, but it's like at a random Gmail or a Y mail or something like that. That's, you know, a little fishy as well, because that should be coming from something that's more verified from their actual organization. So looking at those, um, you know, and I feel like a lot of the times we do get a training where it's like, don't click on something you shouldn't, or, you know, make sure you look at the email, but it's also very important to know if it's, you're getting a phishing email or something, send it immediately to IT. Because if you're smart enough to know that, maybe somebody else in your organization isn't smart enough to know that. So allowing your IT department to know that this is happening and then to send out, you know, a notice to everybody. Um, At my current agency right now, that's kind of something that they do all the time where weekly they send out trends that are happening for phishing emails, like look out for this, um, updates are happening to this. And so it's really helpful for all of us to know like, Oh, okay, let's be on alert to make sure that we're not clicking on something we shouldn't. And, and they are getting more sophisticated though. Um, you know, like sometimes, uh, these hackers, what they'll do is they'll go out and they'll buy a domain. So instead of usually Facebook is fb.com. So they may do something like, uh, face.book or f.b.com and and they'll send emails with replies to that and if you're not paying attention you'll think mm-hmm. that it's it's the real domain those can yeah. also be spoofed and and they're not always immediately visible in in the reply and uh and sometimes the the verbiage you know it used to be in the old days it was you know hi i am the king of nigeria and i need your help <laughs> you know yeah. i would like to deposit money into your account and you were like mm-hmm. nah i'm not falling for that uh but now with the DocuSign and paypal and and you know linkedin they've gotten a lot more clever clever so segue to uh something new that maybe can help some of our listeners Maybe this would be a good time to share a little bit of information about WebCheck Aware, which is a product yeah. that we have uh, recently, well, we haven't officially launched it yet. So a lot of the listeners on this podcast will, they're kind of getting a, a first look at it. Can you share with our listeners, Tina, a little bit about this product, how it helps uh, avoid these costly errors that we've been talking about, um, yeah. as you've described? Yeah. So, I mean, as you had mentioned, you know, over 90% of data breaches are caused by phishing attacks, phishing emails. Um, so WebCheck Aware is a great tool that creates um, a powerful security education system that is like easy for anyone to use. You can personalize campaigns, you can make training videos, you can um, have your employees, you know, get into these training simulations, identify phishing emails, and you can also set up security precautions so it automatically scans for phishing emails in the background as well. So it's an all-encompassing um, you know, software that allows your employees to train and how to like detect and you know respond to these sort of emails, but then also on the back end, scan daily to make sure that nothing is penetrating your um, organization. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for that overview. And for the benefit of those who are on the video segment, um, here's a little bit of a, uh, a screenshot of some of the dashboards that WebCheck Aware provides. For those of you that are listeners only on the podcast, um, you can find that at webcheckSecurity.com slash webcheck-aware or just go to our website and under services you'll see uh, security awareness and web check aware but we're pretty excited about this uh about this platform wouldn't you say tina yeah we are um you know excited to partner up um if we're talking about that um partner up with them and just give something more to our you know partners and our users that will give them more of a benefit than we're already providing to them. Right. And, you know, as an expert penetration testing team, we run simulated social engineering all the time, very highly customized campaigns, uh, more so than you can do with Know Before or WebCheck Aware. But, um, you know, as you say, this was a new employee that had clicked on the bad link. Employees are joining companies all the time. People yeah. are leaving there's, or people just forget or they get, they get fooled. So what web check aware does is on a cadence set by the user very easily, uh, every, every month, every week, uh, as often as you'd like, it will send out these phishing emails, either links, replies, uh, or different attachments to see who clicks. And then it tracks the stats and then it feeds into the learning management system. So it says, ah, Tina, you failed. Click this video to learn more. <laughs> and then you watch a video short that's very engaging, uh, no more than maybe, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. And and then uh, it sends stats to uh, the organizational training manager so that they can see who's clicking and who's not and who's completed the training modules. It's it's pretty cool product. Um, All right. So enough of that for a moment. We're going to break for our uh, sponsors. And uh, WebCheck Security looks to Nexus IT to partner for IT operations. It used to be notebooks, posters, and banners, proofreading, ads, and physical invites. Now it's virtual servers and desktops, internet content filtering, web hosting, cloud infrastructure, and of course, robust cybersecurity. Ready to jump your company forward a few decades? Let Nexus IT consultants show you how. To find out more, go to www.nexusitc.net or call them here. Ready for this number? 435-659-2533. That's 435-659-2533. And we're back with Valentina Rodriguez, the CMO of WebCheck Security. Tina, let's diverge for a moment and talk about market leadership. Um, and in fact, how WebCheck security will grow. Um, first, what have been some factors in your success to date that you bring to the table and how are you going to help WebCheck security grow? Yeah. Um, you know, being new to the cybersecurity industry, I really had to learn uh, what people wanted to know about WebCheck and what we could help them with. You know, I'm I'm very green. I used to be very green on, you know, what penetration testing was, you know, all the acronyms that you guys have, at least 20 plus. Um, so it was a little, a little bit of a learning curve. So with that in mind, I really wanted to hone in on the social media strategy 
for WebCheck that showcased our talents, that shared what offerings we had that we could help companies of any size. Um, you know, and we really started from the ground up with our social platforms. In the first year of launch, I think we had about 2,000 followers across all of our platforms, which is pretty incredible considering the industry we are being in is very niche. Um, you know, we've launched a podcast series. We've hosted cybersecurity summits that have increased in attendance each time. We've launched a new monthly newsletter that's coming soon. Yes, um, indeed. Yeah showcasing top trends, things to look for in the cybersecurity industry, you know, with all this new and exciting content that's coming out, I really look to rely heavily on, you know, email marketing and social media marketing to get the word out on our existing and potential partners to hopefully partner with us and thrive professionally. So that is, you know, where I see WebCheck growing. Um, We have an amazing presence on social media and amazing content that we need to continue sharing with the world, I would say, you know, anyone always needs, especially companies of any size, always need penetration testing to make sure that they are working efficiently and that their, you know, infrastructure is safe. So I think that we can provide things for everyone. And so that's what I want everyone to know. Um, so we will get there, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. But yeah. Oh, very good. And we're just thrilled to have you, uh, on board in this capacity. Um, and Tina, recently we've, we've kind of expanded our vision. We, we you know, if, if a corporation, whether it's fortune 500 or even a small business that needs some of our services comes to us, we'll service them. But we've realized that the channel and our amazing partners are, are where it's at. And if they bring us mm-hmm. a client, that's their client. And we uh, operate with uh, channel integrity. Um, Tell, tell our listeners a little bit about the show that we just went to and uh, what we do for our partners. Yeah, so um, we just went to the MSP Summit here in Orlando. And so it's a lot of um, managed service providers. And what we're looking to do is partner with these companies to provide a service to their clients. And in, you know, in return, we can do the same for them. Um, you know, Partnerships are a really big thing for us. That is where we feel like we thrive the most. Um, and so we looked to find, um, you know, partners essentially at the summit. And I think we did a really great job. It was a really great show. You know, we had a lot of engagement, a lot of people coming up to us. Um, and there was a lot of insightful conversations and networking that happened. Um, so overall, I feel like it was truly a success in you know, getting our word out, getting us, you know, there being present and showcasing our abilities. You know, we did a lot of, uh, what's it called? Guerrilla marketing, which in sense, we stayed for what, two hours, you know, emailing a bunch of, you know, attendees that were at in the hall (laughs) event in the hall, which, you know, sometimes isn't really fun for people to do, but you know, if we want to get our brand out there, our company out there, you got to do some things that you don't want to do in order for us to make some, some money back. So I think, you know, it was very successful on our end. And I don't know, how did you feel, you know, being the CEO of WebCheck and being out there? How did you, you feel like it was a success as well? I felt like it was a great show. And, you know, the more, the, the more we garner these wonderful channel partners, the more excited I get about working with them. In fact, one of those Tina that approached us and said, Hey, we, we have this engagement we're working on. We need help. Uh, we talked just today and uh, 
we're, we're going to be able to jump in and help them. And I would say that for any uh, VAR, MSP system integrator, CPA firm that does cyber audits that need either augmentation to their penetration testing and risk mitigation advisory services. They need VC, uh, VCSO service, which we call FISO or fractional uh, CISO, to come to us. And they'll find a great added revenue stream with uh, super margins because we wholesale discount for our great partners. We know that they're going to bring us lots of business. Um, so that show was great. And, uh, and, and going forward, we'll be uh, looking for even more wonderful partners. Tomorrow I'm doing one with one of our amazing partners um, and uh, in a webinar. Um, in fact, we'll mention that, Valcom. They're one of our great uh, super regional VARs, I call them. They're, they're spreading nationally. Uh, they're in the Salt Lake area, but they have clients all the way into Atlanta and Florida as well. So uh, they're doing very well. And uh, we're just excited to have great partners like that. Yeah. All right. Well, as we come to the end of this podcast, it's almost been 40 minutes. This has kind of flown by. Um, yeah. wonder, wonderful content today. Um, what would you t say to recap things for our listeners about, you know, successful cyber program management? Um, successful cyber, hmm. you know, when it comes to, if we're talking about, you know, being vigilant with, you know, email marketing and stuff, just, you know, making sure that you are again, checking your emails, making sure that you have multi-factor authentication on there, really look to see if it is something that, you know, is legit. I don't know another be a better way to say that. If you don't know, reach out to your IT department. Almost every company should have an IT department or, you know, something of that facet. Um, and just use your best judgment, I would say, <laughs> when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, we all can get, um, you know, tricked with a lot of these things, but just being very vigilant um, and aware of that's happening. If you shouldn't, and if you aren't aware, web check aware can help. <laughs> there you go that's where i was going with that but you said some some really critical things there one is security awareness is important you can't underestimate the effectiveness of a good security awareness program web check aware can help you with that this hasn't isn't supposed to be an ad for that but but it just played right into the into the space and, and then the other thing you mentioned was multi-factor authentication at case in point the business that you were uh, working at at the time did not have it turned on on their email. And to many listeners yeah. here, if if they're CISOs or security practitioners, they'll kind of say, well, duh, I'd make sure that's happening in my organization. But you'd be surprised yeah. how many organizations don't have it turned on. And then when this kind of thing happens and uh, this, the systems can uh, have access to the gained very easily uh, yeah. because there isn't that second factor. Passwords can be guessed. Passwords, uh, a lot of them are out in the wild on the dark web. Right. Yep. Uh, many listeners may not realize that, but, uh, you know, you think of all of the major platforms, Facebook, Yahoo, LinkedIn, um, you know, Instagram, if you've used them, especially TikTok, <laughs> if you've used them, your password's out there. So having multi-factor turned on, uh, changing your password frequently, making it uber long and silly, something that only you, you would know, and it's much harder to to quant yes. quantum generate and figure out it's um, 
it's critical. So thank you for recapping that, Tina. And thank you for coming on today. Uh, yeah. This thank has you been awesome. Can, can we do it again sometime? I would love to. Well, let's, let's do it again. So folks, to get in touch with Tina on anything, just reach out to us at getintouch at webcheckscurity.com and we'll, we'll make sure that we put you in touch with her. Vistas wants to thank Nexus IT Consultants for uh, world-class cybersecurity and IT assistance. Do contact Nexus at www.nexusitc.net or call them at 435-659-2533. Today's music has been provided by Suit Up Soldier and can be downloaded on Spotify, Apple Music, or other popular platforms. Check back soon for another episode of Vistas. Until next time, be positive and see only the good in others. Hi, everyone.